You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast live during the trade deadline. We are just under an hour to go until the final buzzer. So, yeah, for the next hour, we're just going to hang out and, and chill and talk, and then a million trades are going to roll in, and we're going to lose our minds. That's our plan. This honestly sounds like a good idea. I think it's a great idea, especially with some Breck Brew on hand. So, Nice, nice. What is up, everybody? I see a lot of people chatting. Are the abs working on anything? Maybe, man. We don't know. Uh, the answer is yes. Okay, he knows. Uh, I do still think that they're going to do something... I mean, you have to think so. Do you want to? Do we want to start with what the Avs have done so far? Yeah, all we right. obviously need to go back and redo all that because they've been at it since like seven thirty this morning yeah. while I was still trying yeah. to sleep. They got they got an early start. They got an early start today. Um, let's let's just quickly go over Michael Hutchinson first. I know that's the yeah. second trade they made. Let's start but, with the Hutchinson. Uh, Hutchinson for Callie Rosen. Rosen returning to Toronto. Uh, in that trade, bit of a disappointment. Yeah, he he never quite cut it in the NHL. Yeah, and the opportunities got. He was a fine seven, I think. Yeah, and we had talked about him being a perfect replacement for Barbario next year as just a as a kind of a drag and drop cut and pace guy. You just drop him in there, and you don't play him very much, but you play him a little bit. Very similar style player to Barbario too. Yeah. So it was uh, uh, it was a natural fit, and honestly, this is a that that they move him for this kind of value is is definitely a minor disappointment. It it was a minor disappointment, but at the same time, it's a start to solving the defensive logjam that they have. Like this does open up a spot that gets Timmins one spot closer to the NHL, right? Sure. Right, let me the, put, theoretically, it could. I guess. What is? Would you rather have traded Callie Rosen for Michael Hutchinson or a fifth round pick? Callie Rosen. That's where I'm at as well. So, from that standpoint, I'm fine with it. There is the question of should they have gone out and gotten Michael Hutchinson at all? Well, some of this is bad luck. It is because, because they did. They thought that they might have solved this problem back in what was it September? Maybe early October when they got Bebo. Yeah, whenever yeah. they made the Melosh Bebo trade, I think that they thought we're okay. We can do this. Like this is this is this is going to be our depth guy, and then it just didn't work out for them because he got hurt like immediately. He did. He did get. I don't know what that face was. There's 300 people watching us oh. right now. That's, that's a lot of live viewers uh, to listen to us talk about a fourth string goaltender, yeah. basically. Right. And like some of this is bad luck, man. In it that is. in that Bebo, the Bebo injury kind of forces their hand uh, a little bit because then that that was like their depth. Like they went and they 
they got what they believed to be a third goaltender. And they, they got one NHL win out of him. Like, they, like he died for that one win and was immediately sent yeah. back down and was lost for and the year. season surgery. Season-ending surgery. So, he gave he gave everything he had in the tank <laughs> for that one that win. W. They just fl- threw some flex seal on him before the game. <laughs> Slapped it right on whatever yeah. was hurting. Abs- Yo, they... They, look, they... They sawed a boat in half and fixed it with flex seal. Okay. Yeah. Can they it's, just fill the net with flex seal at that point? I mean, that'd be awesome, right? Uh, okay. So, Hutchinson, what are the expectations here? For me, I'm basically expecting him to play the two back to backs they have left. When's the second back to back? It's either I think it's two weeks away. Okay. Because the timeline on that is important. Right. He right, should right. most definitely take part in the back-to-back this week. Yeah, obviously. You know, the Avs play Wednesday, and then they play Friday, Saturday, I believe. Yeah, the first back Because we're not allowed to have social lives. Weekend, so yeah. Friday, Saturday is a good assumption. Um, yep. He, will, he should definitely play. I've got the Nashville game. Because you know the Avs are going to want to light that fire anyway. Sure. Uh yeah, the second back-to-back is the following Sunday, Monday, so the next week. Got it. Then well, he might participate in both of those, and that that might be it. Yeah, and that, like, he's already been waived by Toronto and gone through. So yeah. if they only keep him for that, they have plenty of time to send him through back down to the AHL without having to go through waivers. So that wouldn't be an issue. Um, we still have no real timeline on what the heck's going on with Grubauer. We don't. Because I've, I've seen him walking around the rink. He looks fine. Obviously, that doesn't mean much yeah. of anything. But, yeah, I mean, for all we know, this could be a pickup for a guy who's going to play one game, and then you're never going to see him I again. Literally, like, <laughs> it could be. Um, and, and that's why it's, it's like, kind of a weird spot moving Kelly Rosen for him for such a minimal impact. But at the same time, if he wins that game he plays. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it's not going to matter that they – traded Callie Rosen based on what we saw. Yeah. Um, I think people forget Rosen's like what, almost twenty six years old. So yeah, it's I not he's, he's not like yeah. super young. It's it's disappointing that they have to give up two defensemen just to acquire goalies that they could have probably got out and signed somebody in the summer and been fine. But ultimately not a big deal. You just I mean it just kinda stinks that they had to go out and do this just because of the situation they put themselves in. Did they have to though? No, they didn't have to. I mean, right. especially if Hutchinson's only going to play like one, but maybe two games. My point is, and, and you look at Hutchinson's numbers, Hutchinson has been terrible in the NHL this year. Sure, maybe it's the Leafs, but at what point do you just play Miska? Like, you signed him to an NHL deal two weeks ago to not play him in the NHL. Yep. Why? Well, I mean, first of all, he played well for you in the AHL, so you could say he earned the NHL contract. Reward your guys. Reward him with a game, then, if you need him. They, they rewarded him with, like, a week's worth of NHL paychecks. There's also the fact that Adam Warner is playing games again in the AHL. Okay. Could play him. Yeah. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, they didn't have to do this. Right. Exactly my point. So... They could have they could have just been like, hey, we'll, we'll roll the... I mean, we just saw in the NHL the other day 
A Zamboni driver That's shut down the, the Leafs. I mean, he gave enough. up two goals on his first two shots before and he, then he was fine. It out, but and then he was fine. And so, like, not not that I'm saying that you can get by with any goalie, but for two games, like, I don't know, giving up giving up any kind of an asset at all at all for right. potentially two games of a goal. Three days ago, they could have had Louis Domingue off waivers for free. Yeah, and then he would have had to stay on the roster and on and on and on, but. So I he would he have to stay on the roster? Just wave him and let someone else claim him back after he's played his two games. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will not were, be spilling this beer on this laptop. There Thank were you. a lot of ways to 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 slice this onion. I think. Nice. Um, the NVR might be trading for some people too at this point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think we've talked enough about Hutchinson. So he is yeah, what we he talked is. more about him than I had actually given any thought to right. the trade since it had happened. <laughs> exactly. Where so, some people felt really, really angry in one way, and some people felt like, "Hey, the Leafs' defense has been really bad." Look, he hadn't played well. The Leafs' defense is bad. The reality is, is that we'd have we don't really know what he's going to look like in Colorado, and he's not going to be asked to do a whole lot of anything. And if he is, they're in significantly more trouble than yeah we then than you sh- we can reasonably expect anyway. Like and and at that point, it's not going to matter. Hunter Miska, Adam Werner, Michael Hutchinson, it would not matter at that point if that if if this ends up being an impactful. Right. acquisition beyond just a very small number of games that we expect him to get. Two righties. Yeah, two That's right neat. catching goalies. <laughs> yeah. Lefties out here. We out here, y'all. The only the only thing I cared about with Hutchinson was that he gave up Rantanen's first career goal. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> well, you had that you had that like ready to go a little too quickly. Every goal the Ebbs have scored since the 16-17 season, I have on a on a hard drive. It was just a little too fast. I was like, dude, well, that's that one I knew. Yeah, well, I was like, okay, Randon's first goal was 2016-17. And click, click. Yeah. Got it. And it's like the first, like, ranted in. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> Rantanen goals. Wasn't a lot of goals that year. Number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he scored 20 that year? Yeah, he did. He scored, like, half I mean, the team's totals. the entire team didn't have a lot of goals, so it probably wasn't a lot of scrolling going on. <laughs> it's true, man. Yeah, yeah. Painfully true. Fair point. Um, the other trade the has made, expected to have at least every game impact for the rest of the season, <laughs> better Vlad Nemesnikov this dude ends up a healthy scratch either something crazy is coming down <laughs> the pipeline or they done boofed it again so Vlad Nemesnikov for a fourth in 2021 is the trade Nemesnikov coming from Ottawa AJ we've talked about this a lot on the pod he's someone the abs have liked for a long time it feels a little weird to me as it stands as he's looking at his phone which means something might be going on. Just calm down. Every time I look at my phone, everybody's going to get jumpy. It's all right. Dude, dude the whole chat is going to freak out every time you look at your phone. You just got to accept it. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, Nemestikov. We've talked, we've talked yeah. about this uh, leading up to it, that they've chased him for a long time. and It's fine. The, the one thing that people were telling me this morning that is sort of correct, I think, is that it should help the PK some. That's what it, I was saying. It gives too, them yeah. another. It gives them another guy to use on the PK with experience there. 
Uh, ultimately, though, you can only have so many forwards on your PK. Yep. Yeah, if they use them. That well, and this is the thing. Like, if they're healthy, you're gonna have Belmar. You're gonna have Calvert. I- assuming that he doesn't get moved out, you're gonna have Nieto. Comfer's the other guy that that gets out there and takes faceoffs. So, you yeah. know, then you also have Nachushkin, who's very good defensively. And, and now you have Nemesnikov, and it's like, where does he kind of fit into that mix? And I think that'll be, for now, it's easy because Calvert is out. But when Calvert comes back, and if Nieto, again, if Nieto does not get moved today, then you're talking about just a plethora of bodies to put on that unit. And I would argue that they don't use Nachushkin enough on the penalty kill. Well, and they Jesus. use Comfort too much, and yeah. I think some of that is because he's... He can take a face-off. He does take <laughs> face-offs, and the other guys don't. Yeah. So it's and that's and you're it's it's a weird spot to be in. He's not very great. He's not very good on the PK, but he takes faceoffs. And it's like, okay, well now what do you do? You know, and I guess Nemestikov hasn't been a center since he left Tampa Bay, but he did do it for several years. Maybe you just drop he's him back still, in there. He takes some faceoffs for Ottawa too. Not so. many. I went and looked. He took like thirty this year. Okay, that's not as many as I thought. So. It, he really has not played much center since he left Tampa. That doesn't matter. Remember when Colin Wilson was playing center here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They'll that, play anyone at center. That one game. <laughs> yeah, so we're 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 talking like a, a decent player. It should help a little bit on the fourth line, but like he's got twenty five points this year. He's got five more points than Magneto. Like this is not this is not a high impact. Not deal on the here. offensive side at all. Yeah, really. and I don't think defensively. It's going to it's it's right now you're mid maxing your fourth line. You know, you're going from Kamenev, probably, to Nemesnikov. Right. It it's an upgrade, but yeah. it's pretty marginal. Uh Dario wants to know what ate your face, Evan. What ate my face? You talking about my beard? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just can't find my trimmer, so I'm just dealing with it. So let's talk about Manscaped. Yeah, our new sponsor, <laughs> Manscaped. Uh you're welcome. Um, so, I just, with Nemesnikov on the roster, you were kind of alluding to it. It feels like there's too many guys in the bottom six right yeah. now. As if, of right now. If they're healthy, that is what, 14? If they're ever healthy It would again? be 15 if you count Wilson, but mm, yeah. 14 really. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody counts him. And then he's going to show me he's going to get healthy in the second half of the season. It's like, well, now what? Yeah. <laughs> they're serving dishes yesterday. I mean, I didn't see any braces on or anything, so who knows? But there's 40 minutes left, and it feels like there's too many guys is is all I'm saying. Doesn't seem like they're done. They shouldn't be. They still have a a hole in the top six. Yep. And uh, to be honest with you, uh, you've got Tyson Joe sitting there kind of twisting in the wind right now. You know, and Matt Nieto, kind of the same thing. Like, Matt Nieto has done everything asked of him since this organization claimed him on waivers a couple of years ago. Are you really going to healthy scratch that guy? I mean, the thing with Nieto is I just don't know that there's any value out there. No, and, I mean, you you say that, but we watch Nate Thompson fetch a fifth-round Wayne pick. Wayne Simmons got a fifth from Buffalo. <laughs> like, like wh- I think Wayne Simmons got a pick because his name is Wayne Simmons. Probably. Not because he's a productive NHL player anymore. But still. Crazy things happen on deadline day. Right, but like even like even just adding Nieto into a deal for somebody. Sure, a, a bigger package. Yeah, I just it seems kind of like the Kamenev thing, you know, like it's it's Nieto Nieto sticking around would make more sense if they move out both Joe and Kamenev. 
Yeah. And then and then we're having the Martin Kout conversation. Right, and right, right. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces here once the team actually gets healthy. But that's one thing that Nemesnikov will do is that in a in a game-on-game basis, you have upgraded from Sheldon Drys to Vlad Nemesnikov for Wednesday. In the immediate. Yeah. That's a significant upgrade. Definitely. In the long term, it's pretty marginal. It is. Well, and this is, again, this is assuming you get all your guys back healthy and they stay healthy. True. You know, when you're planning for another four rounds, you're trying to get through four rounds of the playoffs. You're trying to win 16 games. You're going to play another 25 games or so, give or take. You know, you're going to play 25-ish games if you if you go into the Stanley Cup Finals. And that's obviously where this team's goal is. And so you do need some bodies, and I mean we're talking, we're looking at we're looking at this this deadline, and so far the the Nemestikov for a fourth round pick, like Nemestikov's a significantly higher impact player than Nate Thompson. Nate Thompson got a fifth. Well, yeah, I mean, you're a wizard. I so I, I willed that into existence. <laughs> uh, yeah, I right now. The jury is still out because the Me- the Nemesnikov deal will either make a lot of sense when the Avs make another move or yeah. make no sense if they don't. I mean, it, it wouldn't make no sense. It would just be like a super, like, this was you your priority. five more points. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. okay. That, it, it starts to feel like a move for the sake of it if they don't make another one, kind of. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would agree. With I, a I, move just to do it, but it would be like it's one of those it's one of those things that organizations do every year to feel better about themselves. Doesn't make it smart. Where <laughs> where they do it because they want that they wanna get better at the thirteenth yeah, forward yeah, yeah, or the fourteenth yeah. forward and they wanna, you know. I mean, we all saw the fourth line the last two games, so <laughs> Right. This is the ultimate like, hey, we just need a body. We need we need somebody that <laughs> belongs in the NHL because we've got a grip of guys where you're like, nah. Logan O'Connor made that one nice play. Hey, it kept him up over Sheldon Drives. <laughs> like I said, in the immediate, Nemestikov is better than Sheldon Drives. But he's also a pending UFA. Right. And, you know, a fourth-round pick for a guy that might walk at the end of the year. Like, I like this more than Broussard's deal last year. Because yeah. Broussard had shown a lot of signs that maybe it was over, and he got to Colorado, and it still didn't work. And good on him for it working in the island this year. Woohoo! But, like, it was bad last year, and it continued to be bad. It was worse than bad. Um, so, right, marginally better. They spent less, a fourth instead of a third. They got a player that will function in the bottom <laughs> six. Yeah. It made more sense from that regard. Yeah. It's just still the the numbers game is very strange. Get the market cornered on the 90s numbers. Yep. Yeah, he will wear number 90. Have every 90 in the in the league pretty soon. What do they, they need a 93? Yeah, cuz they've got now yeah. they have a 90, 91, 92. They don't have a 93. No 94. Yeah, yeah. 95. They have 95 and 96. No 97, no 98. Dang. And you can't have ninety nine, obviously. This okay, so they need to get to work at this deadline. They've got they work. Got some to do. nines to pick up. Let's go pick up some nineties here. <laughs> I mean, you can just make whoever comes wear a ninety. Yeah. So 
all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If they just go pick up anybody, just, just make them wear a 90. Make them. I like that idea. Dude, just plow right What's on through. What's up, Brandon? <laughs> We're just chilling, man. Can season. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Brendan just walked in looking like he just came straight off the set of Miami Vice. Yeah, what the heck was that? I, I, he, looked like he, <laughs> he looked like he came out of one of our other sponsors. Some Mile High Green Cross going on there or something, maybe. <laughs> nice. Um, so... Evan Rodriguez just got traded to Pittsburgh from Buffalo, even though they so they're they moved. So Wayne. they don't know what they're yeah. doing. Are they buying? Are they selling? <laughs> they what have are no you doing? idea. Well, that dude asked. He asked out. Oh yeah, year long. He did. Oh yeah, he that's did true. not want to be there. That's very true. Good. Point. That's an upgrade. That's well, like Bogosian going from Buffalo to Tampa. You're like, well, I lost some money, but you know, I'm I'm living the life now. So he goes to. You said he went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So he'll turn into an all star. Right. Crosby will make him a fifty point player. I I swear that dude. They trade for anybody, and they have like a seance on their first day. Yeah. And they're like, we've got to we've got to get all your demons out, or <laughs> I guess it's an exorcism. Wash the buffalo off of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Sounds like, like Connor Sheary's headed back to Pittsburgh too. Good. Serico, we started so early so we could talk about all these other random trades and make fun of other teams mostly. Yeah, and because we were here. Also because we were here. And we were starting to feel like we needed to do something. Yeah. We were just sitting around. The trades weren't happening, so you know, we figured we'd talk about some other trades. Is there anything is there anything big today that you guys have actually really liked so uh, far? Cuz the Western Conference so far has been Edmonton. Yeah. And I I really like the Anthonyo trade. Okay, even though how do you feel about it after that Detroit player quote? I feel like Detroit, that whoever that was, was old and outmoded and dumb. Okay, so you're taking shots at Darren Helm now? Yes. Ablicator. <laughs> Ablicator. <laughs> yeah, I, I read that quote, and the first thing I thought is one of those two guys. I thought Helm immediately <laughs> as well. <laughs> we're, we're just blaming old guys in Detroit for young guy failures. It's yeah. fantastic. So what's the biggest trade so far today? Is it Anthony Sioux? No, it, it's Trocheck. It's Trocheck for sure. It's definitely Trocheck. Okay. Uh Pajot is big in that he got paid. He made his but money. But in terms of in terms of impact, I think Trocheck will have a big impact on Carolina. Pajot will help the Islanders. Yeah. But Pajot, you know, Pajot's having a career year and all that, but he's getting a role that he won't get on the island they're not going to give him that kind of a right, job exactly and so it's you know Pajot brings an element to the islanders that they've been lacking since franz nielsen went to detroit i worry about the offensive upside without the minutes with Pajot is the right. only thing and like but that's what i'm saying they they get a quality third line center that they're going to overpay now because he's now signed a six-year deal worth $5 million. That's this, a very tough This Rodriguez right trade is Rodriguez and Sheary to Pittsburgh for Cahoon. No no picks or anything, apparently. Buffalo's doing weird stuff, people. I don't understand the Sabres. <laughs> There's a couple of teams in the NHL where I just – I can't do enough mental gymnastics to justify the things that they do. Yeah. And it I, just makes me wonder. I don't know what to say about Buffalo. Um, do you think the abs are done? No. They're definitely – phones. Are, phone lines are open. We'll put it that way. Um, thoughts on Parise moving? It's not done yet, but yeah, it sounds if that, like – If that gets done, I'll have thoughts. Until then, um, 
as 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 I told the fiance this morning, I'm not going to react to anything until there's something to react to. So, we talked about Pajot. You kind of skipped over Trocheck a little bit. Makes sense for Carolina. I, I really like the deal. Uh, I really like Derek Howell for Colorado, though. Well, that's and I wonder and I wonder if they might be able to give them a defenseman and like right it, for Florida. It felt like a super weird trade because Florida got three forwards. Which is the last thing they need. Exactly. They don't, like, and, like, uh, Walmart and Howell will, how will help that bottom six, like, solidify it. But, like, again, that's the one area that Florida just did not need help in was at forward. And they did get Prisky, the, the D, who looks pretty close to being NHL ready at this point. But right, but that's, even then, he's got an offensive profile. He's not yeah. He's not what they really need. A you shut know, this, down D type. That's, that's yeah. a team that's playing Mike Matheson on the wing. <laughs> Mark Pissick. Hat tricks. Like that's a team that needs straight up defense and I I would I was disappointed to see Halle go off the board as early as it happened because I really liked his fit in Colorado. I like Can't it. get them all right. Yeah. I like it for Carolina. That's a good deal. Trochik is too. not the same player he was before his leg yeah. snapped on the goalpost or whatever. I mean what he was, was before was like a seventy point player though. Yeah. So but where did you get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four. It's incredible. I love it, dude. I'm not hating. I think it's awesome. Dude, slap a Av Stadium Series logo on it, and you're you're good to go. It's got the whole crop top line and everything. It's true. <laughs> now, 4.75 for the next two years. That's a nice. Yeah, I mean, the even, contract even is if great. he's not a seventy-point player, that's even, still yeah. Very, even very as like reasonable. a forty to fifty-point guy as a as good center depth for them, like that's it's he makes a lot of sense for Carolina. I liked that deal. I think that's solid stuff. Um, Florida apparently has to get rid of people. Yeah, <laughs> the idea that their management is telling them to cut ten million dollars off payroll a year after they signed Bobrovsky to a ten million dollar deal is like he's made about ten saves this year. What are you guys doing? And they made all they spent all that money to go get Quinville to be the to be the head coach and I just I don't I don't understand where that organization thinks it's headed. Yeah. Do Honestly. they understand where they think they're headed? Yeah, I don't know. Um AJ Evan, what's up? Bruto Nicely at the watch party. Thank you. Everybody gets one of those. Uh, don't really care what we do for the rest of the day. Just ready for the price to Colorado rumors to stop. They stopped the second Hutchinson came. They never. The, the, they were never real. Yeah. Yeah. There was a zero percent chance. Joe Sakic has mentioned time and time again, maintaining the financial flexibility to keep the stars in Colorado. There was a zero percent chance that they were going to trade for a goaltender who's going to spend the next, what, seven years making ten million dollars. It was never real. It was the only people that thought that that was interesting uh, is nice. I'm just catching up on people sending me messages. <laughs> um, the, only, the only people who thought that was real were the people who are speculating Colorado has a goaltending problem, which maybe it does. Like you could argue Colorado's they're like or goaltending is Colorado's like weak link, but they weren't going to pay the price for price. Uh. I, I, I didn't have a better way to put it. The peanut gallery. I had over backed here. myself into a verbal corner. I'm <laughs> sorry. It was poor syntax. Panthers just picked up their D man. They traded a sixth to the Stars for Juice. Who? Emil Juice. 
Who? <laughs> a seventh D. They picked up their D. Their D man. That's that's okay. Just like Manscaped is gonna. That's the trade deadline this year. A meal juice. It's a D man. They picked them up. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys? So Central Division hasn't done much. They the Does, Central Division has done almost nothing. The right yeah. now, right now, the arms race consists of whatever that was, and the Avs getting Nemesnikov and the Blues getting Scandella like a week ago. Yep. Yeah, the Stars got a whole sixth round pick. I tell you, it was uh, it was odd watching the uh, the Blues Wild game last night. I think that was Scandella's third game with them. He has not practiced with them, and he's already on their PK. And I was like, do we even need special teams coaches? <laughs> Just he, let hasn't, he hasn't practiced with them at all. Yeah. There's been no systems installation for him, and he's on their PK, and he's just out there clearing pucks and blocking shots. Like, It's like, okay, this this can't be very difficult then. Hmm. Dario brings up a good point. We can talk about some ex-Avs. Uh, Andrew Agazino getting claimed on waivers to Anaheim. Cool. I'm glad, I'm glad that that happened after they played. Yeah. The Predators signed Rocco, well, extended Rocco Grimaldi. Two years, two million per. What was, what did you say about that? The Predators? Yeah. Extended. Yeah. You said it, that's a Nachushka deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That now we know they're going to pay Nachushka. Right. Exactly. That might be a prescient comment down the down the road. Could be. <laughs> What'd you say about that? He just repeats what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know where it was going. I'm in the Breck Bruise. All right. I'm in the Breck. And uh, it sounds like <laughs> Mackenzie just said Toronto's not really close on Tyson Berry. That's not surprising. I yeah. don't, honestly. I still think he would be so good in. Vegas. Uh, I'm supposed I'm to acknowledge sure Jesse. Hi, Jesse. I'm acknowledging Jesse, who honestly should have just been here. Straight up. You too, Dario. Dario. Yeah. What are you guys doing? <laughs> we have, look at these two empty spots on the couch. <laughs> right. right. That doesn't matter. We can pass it around. Pass the mics. We, we didn't. We didn't. We certainly didn't need to hear from Jesse, but <laughs> he could have just been here to be the mascot. And there's there's Mr. Drew in the chat as well. He should uh, be here too. Oh, the Nick Ritchie trade was pretty interesting. I thought at least just a hockey trade Nick Ritchie for Dan Heinen. Yeah, interesting you, because Dan Heinen like he had twenty left, goals a couple of years ago, didn't he? Left DU with some real hype to him, mm-hmm. and it just never seemed to work out. Like they had so many young forwards at one point in Boston, and it was like. The one guy who worked out was DeBrus. Well, he's getting reunited with Troy Terry. Ooh. That'll help them both. Will it? I don't know. <laughs> I Nothing seems to work for Anaheim on the pro side of things. Their yeah. amateur, their amateur a side a of the plus, organization. Plus, plus. It's funny because their amateur side of the organization is a bunch of pros. And then their pro side of the organization runs it <laughs> like a bunch of amateurs. <laughs> No, Nick Ritchie is like such a Boston. Pickup. Yeah, it really is. Well, and they uh, they got their hands free of Bacchus too. Well, it's yeah. why would you do those deals in like separate days? You know, you want to do those deals at that point. It's not like they they didn't know that there was an interest there. Why Conspiracy. wait two days? NHL needed trades for today. Conspiracy. Got <laughs> <laughs> to got to got to justify the eight hours of coverage that they. Uh, put on in TSM. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. like people in Canada on a Monday morning are watching anything else. Like, come on. 
uh, K-Camps, that DNVR hat is available in the DNVR store. If you're a member, is it still running? It's probably not running. Last. Hey, but you guys should plug this. All Avs gear for members is 25% off this week. 25% off Avs gear this week for members. Get on it right now. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never, <laughs> you never, never know. know. What, man? <laughs> Nico could get traded in 10 minutes. Yeah, you like, just you stopped right there, and it was like you never know what. Like, what What a strange you never, way to finish You never an know ad. when the next sale is going to be. You Good. never know when the Avs could trade Grubauer and the Grubauer shirt goes out of stock forever. This is when it turns into a car commercial because <laughs> you never know when a car commercial is going to happen. This bad boy can fit so many shirts. It's true. Joe Thorne not going to Dallas. Oh, Joe Thornton not going to Dallas? Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> they're not going to get even How would you feel about him in Colorado at this point? Uh, if, they're, if their deadline I mean, ended up being Nemesnikov and Thornton. What's the come? Why, yeah, is it a fifth you, for Thornton? Yeah, sure, whatever. Fine. Fine. Maybe, maybe they give him Hutchinson. They need both of them. The long con. And then you're definitely got too many forwards if you got that just coming in for nothing. But. Sure, but I mean, like... I would go talk to him about his beard. We could exchange some, you know, tips. I need tips. I have no tips. Oh. You need beard tips? Yeah. You want to go Thornton. ask Joe Thornton about beard tips? So, uh, so that's be, that's our trade deadline takeaway, beard tips? I'm not here to talk about hockey, Joe. What happens <laughs> when Joe Thornton and Nazem Kadri are on the same team? Can Kadri still pull out his beard? or? Sure. Sure. He has to shave if I mean when Kadri comes back into the lineup. Every every team has to have a pregame ritual. <laughs> you pluck out a part right. of Jordan's beard at the start of every game. Well, you know, because every team and every team has like their little like lineup, and the certain guys have little routines. You know, and Cole and Calvert have the thing they do in the corner yeah. during pregame warmups. Their little blonde. before they before they before they walk out onto the ice, Kadri can just rip out part of Thornton's beard and go about the day. It'll be fine. All right. Is that a pregame thing, or is that like we got a W, we got to take another part of Thornton's beard out? Oh man, you mean like the like the major? Yeah, league, exactly, like, like major league. Yeah, <laughs> except it's his beard. That's that's so uncomfortably hockey. <laughs> Nick Ritchie had four points last night. That's half of like twenty percent of his production yeah. this year. And they're like, all right, let's get rid of this guy. <laughs> it's selling high. Yeah, it's the same thing the Kings did with Tyler Toffoli. They were like, oh, he got a hat trick. Great. We can ask for LA's top prospect or Vancouver's top prospect. <laughs> it's great. Thornton for Nieto. Yeah, I don't think Nieto's going back to San Jose. That would be such a. F- that would be so funny. They already like, sent Rosen back to Toronto, I man. Think, yeah. I just, it would be so funny that that San Jose is like this will solve our problems. Like, <laughs> next up, they're gonna trade for Ryan Carpenter too. Just like, just bring the band. Exactly, back. we're we're getting the band back together. <laughs> Except they're selling off Thornton and Marlowe to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, the, so far this deadline, I think it's been interesting in that the West is not, outside of Edmonton, is not doing much. Like, yeah. teams in the Pacific are gearing up for stuff because they're all in a bloodbath. Arizona has Taylor Hall. Vegas went and got Martinez. Uh, Vancouver Vancouver got to Foley. Edmonton um, got, like, the 2008 All-Star team, like, Athanasiu and Mike Green and have they done something else? Tyler Ennis. Thank you. I knew I was Tyler Ennis. Oh man. For a fifth. Yeah. So, you know, 
Definitely, they're the mover and shaker in the West right now. Yeah. And right now, the top three teams in the Central are like, "Eh, we're good. It's fine. We'll nibble. Well, look at for Colorado and for St. Louis. St. Louis is going to get Tarasenko back. True. Colorado's going to get Miko and Kadri and Calvert and And Grubauer back. All true. So is there a little bit of that that they're just looking at that as kind of their... Yeah, like you could definitely look at the guys that are coming back off injury and say those will be post-deadline additions. Right. Yes, but you then also have to go into the postseason with those guys and do you feel like you have enough? Yeah. To not just get through... The first couple of rounds, do you have enough to get through whoever comes out of the East? Yep. I think they're also looking at they saw how Miko came back from that injury and did not look right. And it sure looks like Kadri's injury is very, very similar to that mm-hmm. one. That they want some backup for that. So, yeah, I mean, they're in a good spot right now, but I mean, we know stuff's going to trickle in over the next oh, yeah. hour. The deadline is just over 15 minutes we away. We say trickle in, knowing that, like, the last, like, 45 minutes is just... And I include, like, half an hour past the deadline yeah. because this, it's just, like, a, a queue. 1 to one thirty Mountain Time is just always absolutely bonkers. Right. Like, <laughs> Where it's, like... And, and it's funny because it's, like, half of them are AHL trades that right. just, like, get slipped They're into the middle in of there. everything else. And you're like, what? Oh, by Do the way... Do you think they make an AHL trade? They, they should basically counts. Oh, that is cold. <laughs> that was messed up. It's, it's true. It's it's true, but it hurts my heart when you say that. But this is something they do pretty much every year. I mean, do you guys see like a guy like AJ Greer? That's getting the dealt? deal that I would make is that because you're talking about oh you need a little more grit, a little more size, a little more physicality on the fourth line. You got a guy down in the AHL who does all of those things, and has done them well. <laughs> and has produced and been a big part of the Eagles being good, and they aren't even interested in calling him up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Burrow's fine. He'll be back on Wednesday. Um, he will? Expect he will be, That's yeah. the ex- expectation. <laughs> We're yeah, all good. It's it's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Adre Greer for Joe Thornton, one for one. I would do it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's kind of like the Rosen for Hutchinson thing, honestly. Like, you want to give up another pick, or do you want to give up an asset that you don't have an interest in long term? Like, I would do that. I would, man. Absolutely just, would. Given how the organization uh, views him at this point, why not? At this, it feels like they're headed for not qualifying him and him just walking. Right. So <sighs> it's depressing. Ten games of anything would be worth it, basically. Yeah. AJ Greer plus whatever for pool party in the summer. <laughs> They're asking for a lot for that guy. That's why he's still there. I mean, yeah. you gotta think it's like Dallas with uh, Honka. Like, <laughs> got a lot of foot traffic going on here. Yeah, a lot of people just coming <laughs> in and out, just doing whatever, Makes and it's it like. This makes it feel like the real trade center. We just have activity going on. <laughs> True. I don't. Yeah, the trades are nothing's coming in at the moment, so we're just kind of waiting for the final rush. It, it's always you know that the guy at the trade trade center, whoever answers the calls, is just like waiting, and then he at twelve fifty nine Mountain Time is like 
lines just start to fill yeah. up. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> that The dude is that knows <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Thank you for holding. What is your trade? <laughs> We've reached the NHL I, hotline. I, I was... I'm. Mentioned to the fiance, I was like, "Why doesn't the NHL just get like an extra right. couple of people to just hire a call today? center for one day?" <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be the coolest. Like, as someone who used to work at a call center, like it would oh, be yeah, the coolest w- day ever. Oh, you know, like half the dudes there are, are like, "All right, now tell me your trade. Now let me tweet it, and then we'll put it in the system." <laughs> let me let me text it to all the big national right, guys. Exactly. <laughs> so. A lot of 2021 picks going this year, by the way. Yeah, you know, this is. I think this is the thing that we're starting to see more of, where they're kicking the can way down the road. Yeah. And teams are like, the the, the teams trading for the, the picks are just like, it's not nothing. You yeah. know, and when, that, when it comes time for them to make that pick, they're happy they did it. But until then, they're like, yeah, whatever. We were going to get rid of this guy. We were going to lose him. We were going to whatever anyway. Uh, it sounds like the abs are working on things. Nothing's done yet, obviously. But yeah, they started the day still talking with Montreal a lot about, um, you know, the Petrie Tatar conversation was still ongoing. I know that they were talking about it last night. Um, I haven't really heard a whole lot about Duran in a little while. We know that they like Domi, but that's going to be an expensive. Yeah. You know, Domi's what twenty four, so like. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna be a yeah, deep cut. That would be not cheap. So, uh, and they're and the Avs have been very reluctant to give up Connor Timmins. Teams have asked, but they've been very reluctant to move on from him because they really do like him. They like that upside, and you know you give up you give up Timmins, and you're talking about you made this pick. You've you've helped him develop. You you spent a year taking care of him and making sure that he's coming back from a concussion and. A little bit of a sunk cost You've there, invested yeah. a lot into this already. Yeah. You want to see what this guy can give you in the NHL, knowing that he would be in the NHL on maybe half the defenses in the league. Yep. And easily a dozen. Like you, look at, you look at the Jets, and the Jets are like, are you serious? You guys can't find a place for this guy? We'll take him gladly, I'm They're sure. They're like, we're but... playing Sammy Niku on purpose. <laughs> You know, like, it, give us Ehlers. This is uh, <laughs> this is not hockey news, but Jose Altuve just got hit by a pitch in spring training. Yeah, he better get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> the the best part the best part about Astros spring training has been that they've physically been taking people's signs because people <laughs> people were making signs. <laughs> And the ushers were taking them, and somebody was like, oh, they're still stealing signs. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's too good of a joke. How many people are trying to bring trash cans into that? <laughs> somebody did their like spring training like yeah, batting practice or whatever. That video of the guy just banging on a trash can while they were at batting practice. <laughs> you just got to take your medicine. At this point, yeah. There's what? nothing else you can do. Just suck it up. What about, so I know you were pretty bummed because you thought it would be pretty fun. Ilya Kovalchuk? I was, bummed about, I was bummed about that, but I love that he went to Washington. That's the lethal Russian duo there, man. See, Two I look at that trade, and I'm like, I get it, but I'm also like, that spot is, what, are they just going to line up both of them, like, winding up right there? And yeah, well, and you know, Ovechkin plays all two minutes. Yeah. So, what's the plan there? I really don't know. Yeah. It's fun, but I was, like, like thinking logistically, I was like, this doesn't make a ton of sense But they're both right-handed. 
So it's not like John Carlson can just like feed back and forth and and let them do their thing. It's yeah. I don't know. Maybe he ends up maybe he ends up in the center and you put Backstrom down low and Oshie out wide. And then you just kind of have them feed at different angles. You move the puck around a little bit. If they if a team like the Abs were dedicated to taking away Ovi, then you kind of play low to high and try and get the puck out to Kovalchuk in the middle. Yeah. Because that's how I mean that's how I would go about it. Yeah, I mean it's just because Oshie has been so good in the middle on their power play. Yeah. Like they actually use their bumper. Like he scores so many goals for them in that spot. Well, they've also got Ovi to take away yeah. attention naturally, and as good as Nathan McKinnon is, he doesn't draw that kind of. They. Teams, teams. I think if I'm if I'm defending Colorado, I'm asking McKinnon to take that one timer because uh, it just doesn't do much. That name looks like it's going to Carolina. Oh, no Brady Shea then. Yeah, they didn't have the money for Brady. Exactly. Shea. Um, also, the deals on Batman aren't out yet. But if the Avs are looking for grit, I can't believe I almost forgot about this. They needed the a gritty, hard nosed goon. They should look into getting Drew Creaseman. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what a player Drew Creaseman was. <laughs> Rudo and I had the distinct pleasure last night of watching Drew uh, in his as he was streaming some NHL 19, twenty. I think it was, yeah. And it was pretty great. Uh, not only did his first game end with him getting stripped from behind as he was trying to put it into an <laughs> empty, empty net. net. <laughs> But his next two games uh, ended prematurely because he boarded guys in the first period and then got beat up by their teammates. In I think it was 15 games played, he had 63 penalty 64 minutes. Penalty 64 minutes. penalty yeah. minutes. 64 penalty minutes. So if was, the Abs were looking for some size and some, some grit. It, was he doing like be a pro or what was he doing? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it was incredibly entertaining, especially listening to him talk to himself. <laughs> he should ask for a trade. It's not working out here. <laughs> I mean, he took McKinnon's job as the yeah, one C. He, he stole McKinnon's job at the top. Yeah. That's and how it have, always works. The F traded for Robin Leonard in his career, so. We, that was the other fun part. Yeah. Was we were trying to figure out who the goalie was because it was a number 40, and we were like, who is that? We couldn't read the name. <laughs> yeah. And then we promised Drew that we would chirp him on the podcast today. Yeah, so we got it in there. I almost forgot Drew. That's. <laughs> That's the only Look, reason Darriot, it's happening right now. Drew's being a goon in the chat. He says, fight me. Okay, I will. <laughs> That's fine. Just You were out. talking to the AI, Drew. Don't lie. I'm just thinking out loud here with other names just to keep this going. Yeah. This is all be irrelevant probably in two hours. Yeah, but sure. I mentioned Josh Anderson the other day. Oh, I did. I, I did. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Um, he is a guy that they've been in that that's been in play. Uh, there's a sour relationship between organization and his agent, mm-hmm. and it's been a down it's been a down year for him. Colorado has to do something with Columbus to keep up uh, appearances. Yeah, keep up <laughs> that relationship. You know, the keep the pipeline strong there. And like we mentioned, would make a lot of sense because they're they are after another winger. He's a right shot. Do you have faith that he's legit top six though? I have faith that he could be a twenty goal guy. Um, I think it might be more like twenty twenty. I don't have a lot of faith. That's in so the, borderline. I don't have a lot of faith in the in the playmaking and the uh, using the other teammates. 
Um, I do like the power aspect to the game. I do like that he plays with a physical component. Um, I think in Colorado, he's just a weird fit. You know, because you've got yeah. you, you've got Rantanen that is going to score thirty. You've got McKinnon that's going to score thirty. Burakovsky is going to give you twenty. Landeskog is going to give you twenty. Kadri is going to give you twenty. Are you really going to get? A, are you going to squeeze another twenty out of a guy? How different is he from a Donskoy already, though? Is well, the, stylistically, quite yeah, a bit. Sure, but I mean, like, but in terms of actual wise, upside, yeah. he might he might just be a uh, different side of the same coin. You know, Donskoy more of a playmaker, thirty five points. Anderson might be more of a shooter, to thirty five points. Just feels like more what you already got, which also isn't that expensive, though. You know, where is that is that so bad that you end up with an, a guy that's sort of. Sort of a, a, a goal score. How do I want to put this? You Right now, you've got Comfort, Donskoy, and Nachushkin as sort of like your tweeners, right? Yeah. I, I feel like Anderson is another tweener. Right. And this is what I'm saying. You put one of those guys in your top six, and then the other guys what? all make up your third, your third line and mix in with your fourth line, and then you have... Nemesnikov, Calvert, right. Helmar, Nieto. I mean, that's my problem is they Joe already Jost, got Nemesnikov. It doesn't feel like they have room for another guy to throw into that mix. Well, Josh Anderson's better. He, like, Josh Josh Anderson will score you some goals, man. Eh, Just Josh Anderson will score. Jonas Donskoy, the two years before this, had 14 goals each year. Josh Anderson had 27 last year. That's one year for Anderson. He had 19 though. the year before that. 19, I What's think, is way more reasonable. Do you have his shooting percentages in front of you? Let me pull it up. Sorry. He shot eleven uh, percent last year. He shot ten percent the year before. He's shooting one percent this year. There you go. So he shoot. He shot fourteen percent four years ago. So I mean, he has kind of teetered in that nine to eleven range with the fourteen. So he's not being the not outlier. not an elite shooter, but a guy with some finishing ability. Well, all of his goals are coming from so right that, in front. Of like the guy. now, you're talking about setting Matt Nieto, basically. Okay. His worst full. I'm season. I'm fine with that, but is it it doesn't feel like a big needle mover his worst full season is 17 goals whereas Donskoy's best season before this was 14 so i mean he's it's been a pretty guy yeah he's been pretty consistent and when they called up Cout, bedner specifically said we needed a right shot on yeah. the wall and that's what anderson is and he has a history with bedner so well and so i think you could have just made the argument for not getting anderson because you have Cout. There's that as I'm well. Not, I'm not convinced. I mean, especially with Nemestikov coming here, that seems like if the sp- if they're getting another body, that feels like Cout's not going to be here the rest of the year, to me at least. It's possible. So, even though he's looked good. Yeah. How has – how has – let's talk – you haven't been on the show since uh, he, he got called up. How have you felt about Cout? Obviously – we're talking about three games here. For so. the record, there's three minutes till one. So, really? go, you guys go ahead. But the trades are going to come real soon. Well, they, it's been a really quiet hour. I know, like almost nothing has happened. Like in the a last disturbingly hour. quiet hour. Well, they seriously don't come in until like two o'clock. That's when they start rolling in. So with Cout, I've liked a lot of what he's done. I think either it's conditioning or the pace has really gotten to him. He's taken super short shifts, and it could just be a young guy who's taking shifts that are he doesn't want to get in trouble but i think he's been really smart outside of the time he tried to uh 
you know, I don't know what he's trying to do with Ryan Getzlaff that time, but he got uh, it didn't go very well. But no, I liked a lot of what he's done. He's been really smart defensively, and the coaching staff trusted him in the last minute of the game the other night. So uh, I think it's a good sign moving forward with what you're seeing. I'm just not sure that they're ready to commit to him for the rest of the year, which is, I mean, it's fine. But whoa, Robin Leonard just got traded to Vegas. San Jose and talking Tampa Bay talking about Barkley. I don't Woodrow. know if that's confirmed yet. It's El- it's Elliot Friedman, so it's probably confirmed. Okay, I didn't see Elliot's. And Devin Shore goes to uh Columbus. All right, here we go, boys. Buckle in. They're coming. Laner to Las Vegas. You no, know, Flurry has not been that good. I was this gonna year. say I love that because as like as much as Flurry gets the f- you know, everything he did for that city in their Stanley Cup run, he hadn't been good the last two years. And that's quietly been a major bugaboo for them, is that Malcolm Subban sucks. as He just has not been good. And uh, Robin Lehner can give them a long-term answer at that position if they want it. Yep, I actually really like that move for them. I don't know what the hell Chicago is doing. They should. They yeah. could have just. It, I don't know if if Laner was like, I don't want. I don't want to stay right? there because if he said that, then I I totally get this. But like the Islanders also never made him an offer, despite him having the year that he had last year. And now this is going to be another year. He goes from Buffalo to the Islanders to Chicago and now to Vegas. Now, like, you start to wonder. Like when a guy bounces around this much, there's something going on. There, there starts yeah. to be the question of why, because the talent has always been there. This guy was traded for a first round pick once upon a time. Yep. Like he's put up very good numbers. He put he had a Vesna caliber season in in the island last year, and he's got like a nine eighteen this year behind that god awful defense in Chicago. I mean, you're talking about a very talented goaltender. But you want to know, like, what's going on here that he just keeps getting bounced around? I mean, his his mental issues at times have been pretty well documented. To this they definitely point have, and one of the reasons why I've always been a fan. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, <laughs> a guy a guy openly battles with men, mental health, and that's why teams that's why teams move on from him. It seems like odd. Especially because he's he's producing in one of the right. hardest positions in he, sports to he's find. He's been production. extremely solid these last couple of years. So no Tyson Berry trade. Devin Shore to the Columbus from the Ducks. Nothing confirmed coming back on that one. No doubt, as it is officially one o'clock Mountain now, there will be multiple multiple trades coming in as always. So it's just wait and see time. Wait and see what shows up, what comes back the other way. Short of Columbus is kind of whatever to me. Went to Colum- yeah. Uh, yeah. Devin yeah. Shore has bounced around the last couple of years. He has. Bit, so. so, not a ton there. Um, <laughs> AJ's on his phone again, so. Something might be going on. Probably nothing. I mean, something's probably happening. Isles are having their conference in 15 minutes. Looked like the Parise deal did not get done. So Parise seems to be staying in Minnesota. Barkley Goudreau definitely to Tampa. 
Definitely. That's yeah. a needle okay. mover. That's that's a move where it's like, why? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's kind of like the Bogosian trade signing. You're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, their defense has been cleaned out. Yeah. Joe Thornton staying put. Yeah. I I won't be able to talk to him, I guess. Yeah. It's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what a quiet deadline. It, it was it came in like fairly consistently over the whole time this year. Yeah. Like it wasn't just dead for the first four hours. Alright, let's let's get into the idea that they if they're done. If the abs are done? Yeah. If the abs are done, I'm a bit disappointed. Uh, picking up Nemesnikov and not moving out a bottom six forward doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, my thing. Oh, Hurricanes have acquired Brady Shea is yeah. what someone's saying. Looks like. <laughs> I mean, that Just, was the They can't have enough flying. defensemen. And they did, they did that and Votnin? <laughs> I thought they had cap problems an hour ago. We'll see what they gave up, I Atlanta guess. Atlanta Thrashers are done for the day. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. <laughs> that was good. Were they done yesterday, too? Or Oh, my God. Chicago gets a second, Malcolm Subban, and a prospect for Leonard. That's awful. First round pick Unless for that Barclay prospect Goodrow? is aces. What? Hearing a high draft pick, possibly a first, could be a deal for Barkley Goodrow. What? That's the that's uh, that's trade crust- deadline. That's crusty <laughs> the crown. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, boy. I wonder what the price for Chris Kreider was. We'll never know. If that would have been dumb anyway. I think there was a reason everybody backed out of that because everybody knew he wanted to stay. Yeah. No one wanted to give him seven years because that's <laughs> smart to not give him seven years. <laughs> Trady Shay. Trady Shay. Nice. I, I didn't come up with it. Shout out, Justin. This is frustrating. What? The post deadline, like. Slow roll yeah, of like, like, what's yeah. going on? If the Avs have not done anything more. It definitely feels like my preference would have been to go big. Yeah, same. Rather than to just blah, pick up deaf players. I mean, Nemeskov for a fourth is fine. Yeah, like that's not a huge deal. Um, but if they if if this is it, it's just not a needle mover. Right, like you've gained such a minimal upgrade in your bottom six if this is it. Yeah. I would have to look at the numbers, but it feels like a lot of players on the Avs are in significant slumps right now. <laughs> yeah. Because Donskoy is going through his standard yearly right. slump. Jost has one point in his last ten games. Belmar's Same gone back kind to being kind of what we yeah. thought he was going to be. Nieto. Yep. Kamenev hasn't scored one goal this year. Yep. So. Confer's not exactly lighting it up either. Yeah, so it's definitely... It would feel a little underwhelming, but we also, I mean, if a first-round pick is potentially going for Barclay Goodrow, we don't know what the heck's going on out there. Uh, 
I don't know if that's official ND bakes, but some of those are just going to be paper moves. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on on the AHL page, I'm sure. Yeah. Just to get people eligible for the playoffs. Colorado returned on loan. Martin Cowd, Hunter Miska, Logan O'Connor. Yeah, they're papering a bunch of dudes, basically. Yeah, Hutchinson got Hutchinson done just too. started there. Yeah. So yeah, that's all that paper stuff. We'll see which ones they bring back up, but yeah. Yeah, if the Avs don't do anything else, uh, I guess it'll depend on. Burakovsky's health, but I really think they would swap Vladislav's in the lineup on yeah. Wednesday. They don't I'm, do anything else, man. Well, they just they're just they have so many like okay forwards. Yep. It's a bunch of the same kind of stuff in their bottom six and it I don't know. It it they definitely didn't hurt themselves. You know, all they really gave up was a fourth and Callie Rosen. But they also didn't do much for themselves. Sonny Milano headed to Anaheim. For Devin Shore. Okay. Milano going the other way there. Did Commodore have that one too? I don't know. <laughs> Stars are done what for up? the day. Just pass Yo. in front. No big deal. We got. I wanted to interrupt you guys. The party looked great. Yeah. yeah, we're partying out here. But you know what? Nuggets party is going to be even better. <laughs> you wish. There's like no reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so far, our deadline has gone a lot like the Nuggets deadline, so we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Yeah, what did the Nuggets do? They got that Jordan McRae at the They deadline. tried really hard to go get uh, Holiday, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the, the few days before. Yeah, I remember the, the, yeah. the five-team trade or whatever. That was fun. The Parise trade has not come through. Yeah. It's not happening from what I saw. They're just like, wait a second. Why are we doing this again? Yeah. <laughs> This is the worst part. We have nothing left to talk about because we're yeah, just waiting for just waiting to for the next trade to come in. Looks like Minnesota is done as well. Everyone so is praising the Oilers for winning the deadline. Colorado has not announced their. They, they haven't said they're done. Yeah. So, they could be in the queue, boys and girls. Evan, can I get a reload? Since you're over there. Oh. I was like, huh, you want me to hit refresh? Oh, no. Let me place this down quite. I appreciate it, sir. All right. Give me something, NHL. No trades for the Capitals today. They went out and got their boy in Kovalchuk and said, we good. Dallas said they're done? Yep, Dallas said they're done. So Dallas didn't do anything. They... Got a sixth-round pick. Well, yeah, for what's-his-name, Juice. Yeah. Isles are supposedly done as well. Yep. Yeah, no problem. So all these teams are done. We're just like, okay, Montreal is still out there. Montreal ain't done. Avs ain't done. Yeah. <laughs> still waiting to... The clock continues to tick. Yeah, we saw Mark Bergeron goofing around with people in the press box the other day. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty quiet stuff. And my feed is full of people saying Manny Machado just homered. Do I have a Breck Brew problem? I mean, maybe. This is only my second one. We're fine. 
a breakthrough problem. Yeah, the Avs decided they didn't want to practice today, probably just to avoid this whole yeah. people asking questions. Yeah. But. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There are a few trades still in queue. That's how it always is. It's going to roll in. I'm interested to see this Brady Shade deal. Pierre Dorian has scheduled his meeting, so he's probably done in Ottawa. I thought he had a good day. I mean, they're in pretty good shape with all those draft picks. I mean, all right. People are saying Jost might not have that much value in a trade, but if you look at some of the trades that got done today, like Derek Grant got a fourth and a player, and Jost is more productive than Derek Grant. They both have 65 points in their careers. Jost has done it in about 60 games less. Yeah, so, so the thing with Jost is obviously the production is not there at all, but and his, there's analytics, his analytics are not bad this year. Like, if you look at his underlying numbers. So, I think teams are going to kind of look at that. Oh, Carolina acquires Brady Shea for a first-round pick. First, yeah. Okay, but didn't they didn't they have a salary cap yeah. problem an hour ago? They, what did they – they must have given up, like, a ton of stuff for uh, – For Vatnin? For Vatnin or something. Or there's something else going on where they moved money yeah. out. Kings are done. Montreal looms. Yeah, Montreal hasn't said anything yet, man. Apparently, Ryan Clark is saying the Avs are done. That would be disappointing. I'm with you. I guess we never know what the... uh, Yeah, the... Yeah, I don't know how this is possible that Carolina could have gotten Vatnin and let's look at their uh cap friendly and see who they could just dump on the Rangers just with everything. I said Martin Nook's name earlier. Uh, he's an assistant captain. I don't know if they want to dump him. So if they're picking up Vatnin and they're picking up Shea, and that gives them Slavin, Gardner, Pesci, Edmondson, Trevor Rams, D- Van Riemsdyk, Hayden Flurry, and then those two guys. Yeah, but it would make sense that maybe a defenseman's just. I mean, TVR and isn't really a starter. Yeah, Pesci's hurt. TVR makes these guys make some money though, if they need to dump cap space. Right, like there's got to be something coming back. I wonder if they start stashing guys on LTIR. Oh, God, yeah. And then they get to the postseason and they just activate all of them because the cap goes away. Yeah, and then... Pull the old Blackhawk trick. And then Hamilton's... Is he done for the year? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think the timeline on it was as such that he would be finished for the season. At least the regular season. So Carolina ends up with Trocek, Shea, and Vatanen. That's not a bad day. They got a lot of stuff there. Yeah, I like what they've done more than what Edmonton did. With yeah. Athena CU, Green, and uh, 
Ennis. I mean, I like Athanasio. It's those other two that it's kind of eh. Yeah. Yeah, if the ads are done, this definitely feels underwhelming. Definitely. Definitely feels a little bit short, right? People saying Carolina is stashing people on LTIR right now. So Yeah, I bet both their goalies are off. <laughs> True. Yeah, it'd be weird to try and make a playoff run for them. With no goal goalies? <laughs> with using both of their checkers goalies. And they load up at, like, forward and on defense. You know, you go and you make three big-time deals at the deadline, but you still don't have any goaltending. You're relying on all of your AHL goalies to get you there. It's, I don't know. I don't Montreal still hasn't said they're done. I mean, regardless of what ends up happening. On a couple of messages that I've sent out asking if the abs are finished. Unconfirmed? Yeah, and... Usually, they if they're not doing anything, I get they're responses. pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, I get a pretty quick like we're done for the day. So maybe whatever. there's still some hope. Yeah, yeah, not to not to step on Ryan's toes or anything. It's never officially confirmed until the team confirms it. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, because they're also usually really quick to uh, schedule their presser as soon as they're finished. I mean, you remember July first. Yep. They scheduled they scheduled their conference call right after the Donskoy signing, and then they traded for Kadri yep. an hour later, yep. and had to do a second one. <laughs> Any chance Sakic and Bergevin just couldn't make something work at the end? Absolutely possible. Yeah, absolutely. It's honestly the likeliest scenario. Um. We're in the lounge. People can, they can, they can live with our noises. They're hanging out. Is Derek Broussard available? No. Is he okay? Didn't he take a slap shot to the head? He in the did. Yeah. He, did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. Well, the thing that'll definitely get them going is if I stand up for a second here. So I'm gonna stand up for a second, and some trades are gonna roll in. Yep. That's it. They're done. Alright. I hope Jake Muzzin four year extension. Five point six two five. That's not bad. I'm talking to myself here. Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm not the most interesting when I'm trying to do these things. What was that, Jake Muslin? Four years, 5.625. Dude. I mean, the fact that it's only, Why? only four years. Yeah, but 5.625, he's not... I don't know. What would he get on the open market? Uh, I really don't know. <laughs> feel like a top four defenseman is going to get I feel like I don't have money. a handle on the defenseman market anymore at all. Yeah. Because guys like that, a guy like Muzzin, isn't he like 30 years old? He is 31. So, huh? so four years is actually, the fact they were able to keep it down is decent, but 37 points last year, 22 this year. 
yeah, so five and a half million. I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of iffy on that. They need cost-efficient players, and I don't know that Jake Muslin is that. But they also can't really afford to give up the talent that they – the little talent on the blue line that they have accumulated. Yeah. So, ultimately, the Avs just did not do much today. They went out and they got a fourth-string goalie, essentially, to fill in, and a bottom-six player in Vlad Nemesnikov, who is a UFA at the end of the year. That's not very much. And they didn't move out anything either. How how disappointing is this? Just in terms of, not in terms of like, it's fun to make big sexy moves and, you know, to be splashy and to do big things. But like, is this is this the safest death approach? A little bit. It, you know, we'd been saying all year, you and I and, and Evan as well on the pod, that the Avs needed another top six forward. Yeah. There were top six forwards out there. Is Val Nachushkin that guy? I don't think so. Evan? Well, I wouldn't say he's a top six forward, but uh, yes. I think the staff kind of likes him there. Okay, so he takes that job. So he's the sixth guy that that, that slots in there when they're all healthy. Who's the odd man out now? Don Scoy. I mean, in in the forward core entirely, not the top six. I'm sorry. So it's Jost? It's Jost. It's got to be Jost. How, not not Kamenev? How can... Well, when they're healthy, I'm saying, I guess. The immediate odd man out is, I mean... It's Kamenev when he... The immediate probably Kaut. So when they're all healthy, they got Landis Cog, McKinnon, Rantanen. Yeah. Nachushkin, mm-hmm. Kadri, Burakovsky. Mm-hmm. I mean, just Calvert, Belmar, Nieto. And then just Donskoy. Comper. Domestikov. Comper. So if they're ever healthy, I would think Jost has got to be the odd man out. And that's that's so now, now they've got the odd man out in they've got odd man out in Jost, Kamenev, Kamenev, Barbario on the back end, yep. Hutchinson, and Whenever. ultimately Hutchinson I mean, when they get healthy. That's just bad asset management at that point. If you're sitting a 21 year old kid, be it Jost having 160 NHL games or not, well, it's gonna be a while. Before that has to happen, it's gonna be a month, maybe. Well, still, and then you never know if someone else is gonna get hurt the way things are going you right now. You never know, but uh, it just—it feels like they have too many guys in the bottom six. Is is what I'm saying? Like, Kamenev is done, done. If Jost is is on the bench as well, yeah, Kamenev is gonna spend another playoffs practicing by himself. Montreal as a whole is upset that it didn't get done. <laughs> that. Wow. And I'm look, this has been normal for Joe Sackick over the last couple of deadlines. Some on the buying side, some on the selling, where they seem to have their prices and they stick to them pretty hard. And if it's not there, they just don't do it. Yeah, and I wonder Okay. So gosh, boy, for not doing much it feels like there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, all of a right. Sudden. Yeah. Um What's the plan here? Because we've now kind of agreed that they're taking Jost out of this lineup. They're either taking Jost or Nieto out of this lineup. One of those guys is not going to stick in the in the in the lineup anymore. Right, there's just not room on a healthy lineup. Right. Boy, what if Colin Wilson comes back? 
Now I'm just I'm just wondering. So now you're talking about sitting Nieto and Jost. Yeah, Kamenev is your 15th forward. I think Colin Wilson is, even if he comes back, he was a healthy scratch opening night. So uh, well, that was injury. He that wasn't was really a, healthy. Yeah. yeah, that was more like he played like five minutes. In he's been gone preseason. all year. I don't even really right think he's in the but, picture. But I mean, like that's a that's a that's a trust guy. Yeah, you know, and that's the only reason why I bring it up. It's because if he were to get healthy, I just wonder. Playoff Wilson? I, I, what I really wonder is they couldn't – so they couldn't find the value that they wanted to for Tyson Jost now. How in the world are you going to do right. it this summer? The value's only going down is there. The, is this the conversation that we had on the pod the other day of availability? Kind of, yeah. Where teams, teams that would not have be after Tyson Jost right now might be after Tyson Jost this summer instead. There's, I mean, they might be, right? But if if you're scratching that dude down the stretch, right. like, that's not helping value. It's not, but also, I mean, quote-unquote, showcasing a guy by playing him just to play him. You're trying to win a Stanley Cup, man. So from this point forward, from today, now that the deadline is over, from this point forward, you're not worried about any of that stuff. I understand that you're like, worried. It's it's you versus games. it's you versus the world in the race for the cup. But now that doesn't make it good asset management. It's still bad asset management. You can't. We'll get into this in the next few days yeah, as I as I right. dig more into the deadline and I do I, how things shape exactly out, yeah. and and like it's really difficult to do this right now live on air, <laughs> uh, but it's I I think that. I'm starting to get a little nervous about the internal overvaluing of the future. It's that's going to be a way 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 bigger problem next year, I think, than it was this year. If this is we'll, we'll, I mean, <laughs> there are two guys in particular that are going to force this conversation. Right. <laughs> and we know that and we've talked about it a lot. Uh, that they're going to have to make hard decisions on defense. Yeah. Because Bowen Byram and Connor Timmons are on the they way. They coming. And uh Connor Timmons don't 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 let anybody lie to you. Connor Timmons has been very good in the AHL. Mm. Don't don't let anybody Nathan, don't lie. <laughs> Not that he would watch us, but he might. Don't uh <laughs> don't lie. Connor Timmons has been really good for the Eagles. He, uh, there's a legitimate argument that he's their best defenseman. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't have. The, uh, when you don't <laughs> count McDonald's points as a forward. <laughs> but Even, Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. No, I would, I would say that that's true. It, and so that's what I'm saying is, is that they've now, they've got, they had a log jam on defense and it was perfectly fine to kick it down the, kick the can down that road to the end of this year. You weren't going to trade Ian Cole for a third-round pick to clear up a, bo- a spot for Bowen Byram in the ro- on the roster in the postseason. Like, you're trying to win a cup this year. It just feels like they made the baby steps, right? They're like, oh, well, we, we traded Rosen to free up a little bit of space. Oh, you know, we got Domestnikov to, to get marginally better in our bottom six. It just feels like they took the super weak route. They weren't willing to commit. We'll put it that way. 
with the future that Colorado has. Right, and that's what I'm saying. With with you have Shane Bowers, you have Martin Cout, you have Alex Newhook up front. You have three first round pick forwards. Yep. Not even getting into what happens if Kovalenko works out. What happens if Sampo Ranta becomes a real forward? You know, none of n- completely ignoring the rest of the guys in the AHL. Yeah. On defense, you have Bowen Byram. You have Connor Timmons. That's a starting lineup of prospects Hopefully. that you that you expect are in the that really should be in the NHL in two years. Right. And I only say two years because Newhook is on that list. Otherwise, the rest of those guys are next year. So how are you going to integrate all these guys in here? Exactly. You haven't made the room. And sure, Nieto's gone at the end of the year. Like Nieto and Wilson are both easy drop-offs. But now, what happens if Nemestikov is a really good fit? Do you then, keep him? Then you're talking about keeping him. You still, have, yeah. you still have Vlad Kamenev. You still have – also, the, how many NHL teams have multiple Vlads? Not it's got to be one, right? Uh, you would think so. Cool. Oh, my God. Nachushkin, Nemeskov, Kamenev. I, I can't keep up. We got to learn Russian. Zodorov. We just have to. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is where Ryan Clark again has an edge on the rest of us is that he speaks Russian. Does he really? Some, yeah. yeah nice. He speaks a little bit. They're uh, going to put those all three next to each other and they're just going to talk in Russian. And, and you know how they get? Like, they get <laughs> really loud. Like, the yeah. longer they go yeah. and you're just like. <laughs> I know a couple words of Russian. I can't say them on the pod. But <laughs> nice. My man. <laughs> you're like uh you're like Chris Kreider. <laughs> I know the important you, you words. You know the right yeah. words. You don't know all the words, but you know the right words. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm before we got derailed again, like you'd still have these problems in the summer. And like obviously solving problems in the summer is a lot easier. For all the yes. you know, salary cap uh, is not as big a consideration. Uh more teams are involved in the movement. They're not worried about winning a Stanley Cup in three months, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't know how you can sit on, and this is especially a Tyson Jost conversation. I don't know how you can sit on your first round pick in Tyson Jost and not find some kind of a value, some way, with all the assets that they have in the organization as a whole. They could not find some way to bring in a legitimate top six guy with that as a starting basis. And this is not me saying they've done a poor job because I don't like to make those like the Nichushkin thing has me feeling like I, I don't want to make snap judgments anymore. <laughs> um, but I just I, I feel like as a as a starting point, having the excess defender in Timmons, having the young center in Jost. Upside being whatever it may be for Jost, having the first round pick available. If those three assets combined could not get you close to a top six player, what are we doing here? Right. And and if the getting across the finish line was a new hook or a Byram, I understand why you walk away from that. Sure. Even if it's a Cout or a Bowers, I understand why you walk away from that. But but at the end of the day, you are flush with assets that you're not going to be able to make use of all of you them. You just watched Athanasio get traded for two seconds. Right. There were things out there, right? Right. Dabs obviously were I think you like that deal a lot more than I do. I, I think yeah, I, I do. I don't like that deal. But, if you're, but like you're setting a baseline of value here. Okay. 
and you're getting an FNSU for two seconds and a guy. Okay. When you're looking at what was that guy's name? Oh god, I don't even know. Ryan Cluffin. 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 Something. Yeah, we Cuffin. were naga 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 work here anymore. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy. Um, but you're setting a value point where you're like, all right, Athens CU has top six upside. Okay. So if you're looking to go out and get someone for a legitimate top six, is that where you start with the Avs? Two seconds and and Gagne is what it ended up being. And then they say, okay, well, make one of the seconds a first. Make Gagne a real prospect. You know, it feels a little bit classic Joe Sackick stingy is what I'm saying. It Okay, this is this. Here comes the deets. This is where I'm, I I think I would agree with you. Okay. Uh, no deets yet. No deets yet. It's still very early, sir. It's yeah. always early until it's not. I mean, sounds like something I would say. <laughs> Um, I do think this is what I was saying earlier, and I worry that they might be overvaluing their future because you look at where Colorado is and you say, oh, my gosh, they've got all these young players. They've got all these assets. Are all of them going to pan out? Almost certainly not. Are all of them going to turn into quality NHL players? If they do, the Avs developmental system got way better than it was a few years ago. <laughs> And are they all going to make room for them? That's another question. <laughs> how Well, and how do you do that? By not moving anyone out. And, yes, the offseason is still coming. They can still make moves then. Right. We've had, we had this conversation the other day. Outside of the major big trades, the only real moving out of assets in Joe Sackick's career is Nick Holden for a fourth. There's one trade. That you can really point out, yeah, where he sold a guy. Yeah, I'm. Well, I mean, again, that wasn't a real pick, right? So. Right. That that trade is in a league its own for sure. <laughs> Definitely unique set of circumstances. Yes, it's a good point. Um, and you know he's done things like move Soderberg for a pick in Connaughton, but ultimately that was a larger move to go get Burkowski. Right. That was the alley oop, right? That they set up today with the Nemestikov move, where they just and didn't then they make didn't this... dunk it exactly. Yeah. They threw it off the back rim, right? And that's why it feels so awkward, is yeah. Because honestly, a lot like the Nuggets coming into the trade deadline, uh, they supposedly they made moves, traded out a couple of guys. Wancho um, to try and Malik. go and Beasley uh, to try and go get uh, Drew Holiday. No, didn't happen. Yeah, well, the and the Nuggets are in a in a similar situation that both teams are looking to consolidate. Right, they're trying to consolidate assets for a, a big the big for upgrade. the push. Yeah, and I think that with Colorado, it they're just Sakic's patience. Is a very, very, very good thing. Ninety-five percent until of the time. it's not. Yeah, and this just might be one of the rare situations where I don't want to say he should have overpaid. I'm not gonna. I'm not getting like dramatic yeah. and being like, it is a failure that they did not go out and do something bigger. But it is a it is a legitimate roll of the dice on the depth that they have that. They feel comfortable with the top six that they have, including Nachushkin, 
which, for the record, I don't mind him getting the opportunity there. He's earned it. It's fine. Sure. Let's see how it goes. But this was a chance. This was a chance where you have all these assets to put them together in a nice little package and go and get a a meaningful guy here to go and get a, a Nazem Kadri type. You know, a guy that you just you know right. is good. You drop into your lineup and you let him go to work. I'm not going to throw a fit about it this year. But there is a very real future where I see the abs in this exact same spot next year's deadline. And how many years do you get of this? So this is the Nathan McKinnon conversation. Right. Exactly. Because you're talking about you only have so long with Nathan McKinnon yep. as a, an, a truly elite player for half the price. You've got four seasons counting this year. You've got four more Stanley Cup runs with him at six million dollars. Louis Domingue got traded to the Canucks after making it through waivers. Just thought that was weird. Anyway, right. McKinnon is the timer. It's That's the, the four, ticking it's time bomb. These four years is it, the whole conversation, right? Is that McK- McKinnon's on this contract, this is the conversation. Is This year and the next three. Is it the next three or is it the next two? Because the Avs went out and they made the Kadri move. Yeah. And that was signaling a lot towards, okay, let's do this with Kadri. Um, sure. But we also are feeling a lot more confident these days. Obviously, the season new hook is happening. (laughs) That they've got a guy that they could bring in that could take that job. Sure. Because before new hook, it was like they don't have a 2C option. There isn't a 2C option coming. Yeah. Now they've got Alex Newhook having the season that he's having, and you're like, okay. You could see two years from now, Kadri, Kadri, or when Kadri's contract expires, like he comes back as the 3C, and Newhook takes the 2C job in time. Yeah, definitely. Potentially, even as a rookie, assuming Newhook does the two-year plan, comes here in Kadri's last year, by the end of that season, you could see that potentially starting to right. happen. So that I understand. And that's I ultimately that's why I think this deadline feels a little bit lackluster, but I'm not, you know, hair it, on fire. It's funny because we sit here and we say they've got four kicks of the can left on this McKinnon contract. They've got four opportunities to go and win a Stanley Cup with McKinnon. It's not like the, it's not like the world ends after those four years. They're going right. to bring McKinnon back. He's just going to make $15 million. It's just a different cap world. Right. He's going to make $15 million, and it's just going to be different. Also, the concern over re-signing guys. McCarr. Kale McCarr is going to cost $10 million. Just accept it. Just plan for 10 and if it ends up lower than that, great. Then you know he's the super, super nice guy that he seems. (laughs) Landis Cog should not get close to the $9 million that we were talking about at the start of the season. Just given the, the year that he's had and what a monster outlier last year looks he's like. going to be lucky to make seven, man. I mean, I think I think, I think think Anders Lee is perfectly appropriate as the comp that I've used all along. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that his numbers this year just put him even more in line with that. Because after last year, it was looking like that was the, he was the superior player. Not the case again. And then, so out, yeah. I think that I think that we're in just this spot where they're kind of caught in a limbo of 
the the future is really good the present is really good but is it good enough to be great for what it's worth lebrun just tweeted i don't think the habs are done yet so maybe they had something in their back pocket that wasn't the avs we talk about the future i mean i didn't expect burkowski to have the year he's having he's gonna make some money this year yeah, but I mean, you're talking, be, that's like a five and a half yeah, million. That's still more well than you probably planned for, I would think. They have the money for something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they probably don't have the money to go into free agency and sign Taylor Hall, for example. I think I would have to, like, sit down and do all of it you're, piece by piece. You're looking at things like moving out four million with coal or something. Yeah, which they should probably have that conversation anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Unless something happens. We'll see. Probably, yeah. I mean, right now we're kind of just talking. If we're holding something up, I mean. Oh. I Our mean. Bad. We were hoping anyway. there would be something much more interesting to yeah, talk we thought, about. Yeah, we thought right something now. bigger was on the way today, and they ended up making their move at 730. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, as much as. I was hoping they would make a bigger splash today, but then I see guys like Barclay Goudreau get a first-round pick, and I'm wondering what the heck's yeah. going on out there. Right, and it's like, okay, so what? Petrie and Tatar are going to cost new hook? I mean, it was a really weird deadline because there were a, there, it didn't feel like a market. There were a lot of trades all over the place. You'd get those really expensive it's ones, true. and then you'd get one that was on the much, much cheaper side. Well, like Nomestikov for a fourth right. feels like, I mean, it feels like highway robbery. Compared like, to what was going like on. Like, straight up, Pierre Dorian is going to delete Joe Sackick's number. <laughs> he was already probably gun-shy about doing this in the first place, and now he's like, dude, I'm never doing this again. Yep. Like, yeah, it's... Like, Pierre Dorian is going to wake up in a cold sweat thinking about Joe Sackick. Tyler Ennis got a fifth. And Nemestikov cost a fourth. Like, like Tyler Ennis has been bought out like four times yeah. in the last few years. Like, so that's not that's a washed NHL player. Wayne Simmons got a fifth. Yeah, that the, becomes that becomes could a become fourth, a fourth right? theoretically. Like, so like they did a good job in the value of that deal, the yep. one the one meaningful deal that they made, and the Hutchinson deal I don't care much about. It just it's just that the one deal they did doesn't do a ton. Right. Oh, all it does is it adds to. The, the problem they already kind of had. Yep. So. <sighs> the the, the, uh, the are... saving grace, Dallas did nothing. The St. Louis added did Marco Scandella. Yeah. Nashville kept on, held on to Grandland, who, when he makes it to market this summer, I'm just Get saying. Get on it. <laughs> I'm just saying he could be a fun guy to look at. The Avs were That's all. The Avs were not withholding pictures of certain people from the party yesterday for reasons. Maybe the weirdest conspiracy <laughs> theory that I've heard fans come up with. Yeah, that was that the charity brunch yesterday did not feature specific guys on social media, and so that meant they were getting traded today. Yeah, turns out the Evs didn't trade a single player. I mean, Kelly Rosen probably doesn't appreciate that. Uh, a single NHL roster player. How about okay, that? fair enough. It's weird. No, no AHL move either. I'm telling you, that was a Kelly Rosen move. <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Like, I know what you mean. No, no, no Greer grapes. for somebody. Yeah. No grapes for Begros swap right, this exactly. year where you're just like, okay, I, I change the scenery, got it. I don't know, man. It 
The Tyson Joe's thing is going to be really. It's a problem. It's going to get be weird. Super interesting yeah. to watch down the stretch and it in the was summer. Already awkward because it's a guy that does not fit a specific box that he needs to be in to play the role that he's being asked to play here, and now they just went out and made his life harder. I. This was as close to them moving on from Tyson Jost without actually trading him as you can get. Very non-committal. Because they just kind of they kind of just took his job. And and now he's just there. And and now, like, what conversation do you have with him? What do you tell him? Like, hey, you're a great dude. You've worked really hard. We tried to move you. We, and it didn't we tried to find a better spot for you, but somebody didn't want you. Like, it, there's no good way to approach that conversation that does not involve being like, you're kind of bad. Get good. <laughs> like... <laughs> And it's it sucks because like yeah. he's a he's a great guy in your room. He he does work very hard. He has not had any kind of ego whatsoever. He's created no waves about being like a top pick and wanting more opportunity and trying to get out of it and trying to get out of Colorado. None of that. He's done none of that. He's made life as easy as possible on the Avs as for a guy in his situation as he possibly could. And it just seems yeah, just you're good. Plow just on through, come man. By, yeah. It just seems it just seems like now this conversation just gets a lot harder. Yep. And and trying to extract value or trying to find a home for him where it's a good hockey trade, it just seems like from this point on, it's only going to get harder. Yeah, I yeah, I guess you really do wonder where the heck the value is going to go, especially if you're scratching him down the stretch. Yeah, the path to success in Colorado was already hard to see for Jost, and now it's, right. there's it a big roadblock in the middle of it. Right. It started out, you know, the, the after the 48-point season, it was like there's all the opportunity in the world. He's got time. And then three seasons have passed. Now, I mean, two, two, two seasons, and a half. Two yeah. seasons and 61 games have yeah. passed, and now it's gone. I mean, they closed the door today. Yeah. Barring, I, barring more injuries – the door, the door on Tyson Joe's path to success in Colorado got closed. Yep, straight up. And they still have the player coming off an ELC, and there doesn't appear to be a cogent plan. You couple that with the same exact problem with Vlad Kamenev, and it's and this is what I'm saying. Maybe that there's just too patient an approach in the front office uh, right now. Right, patience is good to a certain extent. Yeah, but you eventually... don't want to be on the other side. You don't right. want to be trigger happy. But eventually value just starts to decline right and and then a guy just turns he just plays his way into nothing and somehow if if tyson joe ends up in the same spot aj greer is in that's a failure i think that uh that rubbing of the eyes says it all at this point um, the idea that he would pass through waivers yeah unclaimed is are we more than another season away from that? I don't. Uh, tomorrow's problem. Like, sure. totally, there's a whole summer to get through. But from, I guess, the ultimate the ultimate bottom line on the deadline today, to, to wrap this up, because everybody yep. else has stuff to yep. do. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's, there's 21 games in the regular season remaining and then a playoff run. How much better are they prepared for that run today than they were yesterday? Marginally at best. 
Yeah, slightly better. I mean, Nemeskov's definitely an upgrade, I would think, on Jost, but you're talking I – mean, when everyone's healthy, Nemeskov's not going to be playing more than 10 minutes, I yeah, wouldn't he's think. He's a third-liner max. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's what we made. Te- just seems like a not a lot happened today that we were expecting, and it's just underwhelming overall. Do you take some solace in the fact that maybe the market was a little too heavy-handed from the sellers this year that straight up the top three teams in the Central made a combined two meaningful moves? Scandella for a second, Nemesnikov for a fourth is it. I think Three teams battling for a division title, and that's all they that's all that took place. And those are those are three teams that have been pretty shrewd in terms of roster moves the last few years. And they did very little. Do you take any solace in that? That the the arms race in the central division just never materialized? I think there's such a big gap between these three teams that they never really I think they're kind of feeling like, hey, you know, we have what we have. We like our guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, if I I can understand where the Avs are coming from, that they like their guys. Let's be real. It's time for the Avs to stop thinking about a central division arms race and thinking about winning a cup. But you only have to go through one East team. You only have to go through one East team, but you got to go through one East team. Sure. But, I mean, you don't, like, you're not sitting here like, oh, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Washington. Like, you're not worried about it. You're only going to see one of them in the finals. You're also going to see potentially a Vegas with Robin Leonard in the conference finals. If you if I could guarantee that today, I would. I would take that. Oh, absolutely. Because but, I think they would smoke them. But my point is just because the Central isn't doing things doesn't mean the Avs don't need to. I also think that... Of the three, Colorado has by far the most stable and oh, brightest future. Absolutely. I, Again, I think the Avs can get away with this deadline this year. If they do this again next year, where they need X, and they're looking for it, and the deadline ultimately ends up being underwhelming, it starts to have diminishing returns extremely quickly. Okay. We're good at long ones. <laughs> um, anyway. It's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> underwhelming. You guys are so good at podcasting. That was my passive aggressive way of saying how much. Get off this mic. <laughs> underwhelming for Evan. Underwhelming for me. Underwhelming for you, AJ. Sure. All right. The entire West was kind of. I mean, Athanasio was. was like, well, Laner. Well, but- like, see, this is the thing, though. The Pacific all did something. All yeah. the all the Pacific teams like did like one thing. Yep. Because they're all Vegas. Vegas went and got Laner and and Martinez. I mean, Vancouver yeah, went true. and got uh, what's his face from the Kings, Toffoli. Toffoli. Uh, and then Edmonton got Anthony Sioux and Green and Ennis. Like they had like a slew of moves. Arizona right? got Hall way long ago, but right. they got Hall. Like there's that's the all the Pacific contenders did something, except uh, well, in Calgary went and got Eric Gustafson. Yeah, even totally even forgot something. about that. So, so. I still feel best about the Abs in the in the Western Conference, even with no moves. Yeah, Assuming I do, I do too. It just feels like there were they were pretty even with all those teams, and they had the assets and the opportunity today to get the edge to right. slam their foot on the gas and take a clear lead. So, and they chose to play the long game, which is an understandable approach. But you know, it, right? 
this could be the kind of deadline where you look back in three years and say they should have done more. That was their chance. You, I mean, look at look look at Winnipeg and Nashville from a couple of years ago, who played in the the conference semifinals against each other in a seven game series, where we all thought this is the future of the Central. These two teams in a in a death match every single year in the postseason. And now both could miss the playoffs, and this now year. they're both on the outside looking in. So it, it life is happens what it is. so quickly in the NHL that banking too much on a future. You just run out real quick. Exactly. The runway is so short. And I just I I hope that they don't come to regret this one. Brandon Davidson to San Jose. <laughs> Neat. Okay. Is he on Montreal? Can he can can he play goal? <laughs> if 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 he can't, then anything else that they do is a waste of time. We're gonna close this one out here. Um as I think we've kind of ran our course on this podcast. I'm sure there will be plenty more. I know AJ will have some articles. I'm going to have a video coming up later tonight. Um, keep an eye out for that stuff. Obviously, there's not going to be as much to talk about as we maybe thought, but the Avs have set themselves up for what they're going to be for the rest of this season, and it's time to dig into that a little bit more. So for those of you that stuck around, there's still over 100 of you here, which is insane to me, but thank you for hanging out as always. Hope y'all enjoyed the long, crazy trade deadline pod. And as always, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow.